Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. Hey, just before we go into our show, I wanted to let you know some exciting news. I am running for Cary Town Council District C, and I hope to be the change you want to see. I am the candidate that thinks of you not just as my voter, but as my customer. I encourage you to reach out to me at maryforcary.com, maryforcary.com, and tell me where you want me to roll up my sleeves and get to work. Now, I also, as you know from the programming, love to educate and inform. So I want you to know that no matter who you vote for, the election is March 8th, 2022. It's different this year, and it's throwing some people for a loop. And there's some confusion because it's not at the regular voting time. It's not the November voting time. It's kind of just out there. And this is all due to the redistricting. So I encourage you also to make sure that you are still in the same district that you originally in. Again, I am running for C, like Cat, which is southeastern part of Cary, more or less. Check it out. You can go to the, the Wake County Board of Elections, and they have a site there that you can put in your address and find out what district you're in, where your polling place is, etc. So, something to know, okay? Now, a new year. Wow. 2021 flew by. Of course, a new year brings new resolutions. It's the time of year, people. I don't know. It was like written in stone somewhere that (laughs) with the change of the clock comes and the change of the calendar comes a change in life. Well, sometimes that's good, okay? In fact, according to YouGov America, among Americans who are making New Year's resolution, the most common ones are exercising more. 50% of people said they wanted to exercise more. 49% said they wanted to save more money. Healthier eating came in at 43%. And, of course, losing weight. This survey said 37%, but I've seen that as much as 40 to 45% in some other surveys. It's always a big one. Losing weight often a losing proposition as a New Year's resolution, is always on our to-do list, isn't it? As a future goal somewhere, you know, whether it's for that wedding, for that party, for whatever. it's It just seems to always be on our minds. Whether as a resolution or otherwise, maintaining healthy weight is important for our well-being. I mean, we've, we've got to give it that. Health risks linked to obesity include, get this, heart disease and stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, gallbladder disease, breathing problems, and even some cancers. 
In fact, according to the American Heart Association, by maintaining a healthy weight, you are more likely to enjoy a higher quality of life. What's what's that saying? Quantity versus quality. Quality seems to always win. It's not so much how long as it's it's what you do with with the time you have, right? Well, obesity, even being mildly overweight, unlike other disorders, has a variety of origins. Many factors can contribute to weight gain, including genetic, metabolic, environmental, and behavioral factors, just to name a few. Some hormone problems may cause being overweight and obesity, such as an underactive thyroid. There's a lot out there. Now, some of these issues are difficult to conquer, such as the genetic or metabolic conditions. Experts may address these through scientific or physical means, including exercise routines that may get your metabolism going. There are some weight concerns that we can control. For example, not developing eating patterns out of boredom or using food to comfort. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And, of course, there are foods we can avoid, such as sugars, salts, and, in particular, soda. Now, I was surprised by this. One can of soda can contain as much as 14 teaspoons of sugar. 14 teaspoons of sugar. I, I think I'd rather go with, I don't know, a piece of chocolate cake. Of course, that would be even more teaspoons, I know. But still, a can, one can. Now, I knew this man. He was a friend of mine. And he used to drink a lot of soda. So so if you just have one soda a day, this isn't going to apply. But if you drink a lot of soda, all he did to lose weight was get rid of the soda. And he lost 20 pounds easily by ending his soda habit. I mean, he didn't even exercise. The weight just came right off. Now, that's a statement. But, you know, I do not want to get into a weight loss show. We will do that on a different broadcast. And and then we'll talk nitty gritty for sure. We can talk about incorporating drinking lots of water eating in instead of going out to eat, exercising 30 minutes a day, etc. You know the drill. But again, that's another show. For now, let's jump into what leads us to weight gain. No, it's not too much pumpkin pie over the holidays. (laughs) That's a different cut of cloth. Holidays, you know, usually they're talking... Two and a half pounds on an average for holiday weight gain. And we're talking long term here. According to the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, studies have shown lack of sleep can be a culprit when it comes to being overweight. Why? Why? That one threw me. Well, this is particularly true because hormones that are released during sleep help control appetite and the body's use of energy. The plot thickens, folks. Interesting, right? 
but what, what, what may lead to lack of sleep? <laughs> we all know this one. Certainly in today's crazy, crazy world, stress can play a role. It can just play, just play ping pong with our sleep, right? And our, our regular listeners will recognize how many shows we have done on the subject of stress, especially given the COVID situation, a lot on COVID and getting through it. Whoa. Yeah, oh gosh, we got in this COVID. The vast majority of Americans said the COVID-19 pandemic is a significant stressor for them, with more than 40% saying they gained undesired weight since the start of the pandemic. And this is according to the American Psychological Association's annual Stress in America. So what else is out there as a cause for gaining weight? Low self-esteem may trigger an emotional response that sends you to the cabinet. Depression. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports that 43% of adults with depression are obese, compared to 33% of adults who don't suffer from depression. Obesity can become a protection and a barrier from relationships and the world. If someone suffers from a past full of bad relationships, Excess fat padding can discourage interactions with others and thereby offer an avoidance to hurt. You know, many people build up walls to protect themselves from hurt. And this is just one more way of doing it. Now, perhaps one of the biggest abuses of food is when we use it for comfort. Not just from stress, but from any good, bad, or ugly element in our lives, including trauma. Now, you might understand trauma and bad things, but you might say, what do you mean? Why good? Well, for those who think themselves unworthy and believe they do not deserve good things in life, they counteract the good happening with the bad of being overweight. Another one, child abuse, oh my gosh, in all its appalling forms, can lead youth to food as a coping mechanism for a soothing response to their pain. Now, we could go on and on. However, once discovered the truth about wherein lies a person's struggle with weight, there is some hope, be it scientific, a medical procedure, the diet exercise scene, or even cognitive behavioral therapy. That's right. There's even therapy. You know, you have your gastric bypass surgeries and you have your cognitive behavioral therapies. You know, a lot of this, as as you see by the subject matter, is emotional. And so it makes sense there may be some emotional therapy that might help. But again, that's for another show. <laughs> now, also in another show, 
So keep tuning in. We will want to talk about finding one's purpose. This is one I'd like to really dissect. But again, this is going to be another show. Uh, But you know, even finding one's purpose can help address weight problems as well as other issues. Because you are turning your attention away from food and focusing on something outside yourself, something maybe bigger than yourself. So again, another show, but just in brief, I'd like to suggest checking out Tony Robbins' site, TonyRobbins.com. He is known for pointing folks in the right direction in many areas. And just to give you an idea, and, and I am taking this completely from his website verbatim and attributing it directly to him and his site on how to find your purpose in life. His suggestions include search inward, put purpose before goals. I like that. So many times we set up goals for ourselves and we're disappointed and decimated when we don't reach our goal. But, but, but what's the purpose? Put purpose before goals. Focus on what you have. This is one I need to work on for sure. You know, it's, it's, I'm a very much the grass is always greener kind of personality. And, um, and I, and I've started really to work on gratitude, gratitude for what I have, not pain over what I don't have. Take ownership of your life. Think about what brings you joy. Develop your own life vision statement. What do you want for your life? Not what does somebody else want for your life? He suggests discovering your true needs. Write out your story. Take time for yourself. Embrace acceptance. Find your community. And be flexible. Again, those are suggestions from Tony Robbins. And, you know, he does a lot of things. Events, coaching, books. There's many, many resources available. So, again, Tony Robbins. Dot com Tony R O B B I N S dot com and then you know just the takeaway what's the takeaway not everyone needs an official New Year's resolution so you know from our show today that's the takeaway in fact many experts suggest passing on a defined resolution well as resolute as you would pass on those holiday mashed potatoes and if you do You may just find your life is stuffed and it's all gravy. Now for our nonprofit spotlight. Read and Feed and Carry says their mission is to strengthen literacy skills among the underserved elementary school children and provide meals and a nurturing neighborhood environment. Thus, read and feed. Books and Meals Their program serves more than 600 children each year. With three mobile classrooms and additional sites in communities and schools, boys and girls clubs, and area churches, they now serve 24 program sites in Raleigh, Cary, Apex, Fuquay Verena, Holly Springs, Roseville, Nightdale, and Zebulon. More than 500 active volunteers provide close to 8,000 hours of tutoring, 
driving mobile classes, delivering food, sorting and distributing the 33,000 plus books given to children annually, and providing crucial administrative services. Now look, you can learn more or volunteer to sort and distribute those 33,000 plus books or donate. And you can find more information by going to readandfeed.org. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsprucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 wish a stranger a happy new year. It's never too late.